0: What's going on, everybody? This is James Grandmaster Facts Boys, and you're here for another season three premiere of The Facts Project. Today, as I do, I have our resident artist always with me, probably about like three <laughs> times a year, Anthony Stokes. We are here to talk about one of my favorite projects of all of last year, Tap or Die 2.
1: Let's go, let's get it.
0: And 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 as we're speaking of it, I mean, you ain't really pop champagne. You've been popping Coronas. Yeah, yeah. So, but you've already achieved basically exceeding your expectations goal-wise for the campaign. So congratulations on that.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, anytime you can get funded in the first day, that's uh, because it's a huge relief, right? Yeah. And even then, it's like, you don't get nervous. I don't get nervous when it starts. I get nervous closer to the goal, bro, because you'll be stuck at like, there was one dude, there was, I swear, we were $3 away from a a hit funding one time. Like, and I was like, oh my, somebody just get the, just push it just right. push it over, but you're, you're, you're done with that. So you can, you know, I'm relaxing, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm celebrating modestly uh, until this weekend, but no, I, feel, I mean, it's just a, it's just a, a good accomplishment. Cause when you look at the people that are really making noise on a platform, a lot of times they do fund in one day.
0: This is true. Know. This is true. And that's always, that's always a great sign. And I know just from, just from a podcast perspective, uh, perspective, the last time that we spoke about this particular project, I don't know if it was, like, people's love of wrestling or the fact that there is a void of wrestling comics, uh, probably since Due uh, to Powerbomb?
1: Due power Powerbomb, yeah.
0: That was probably, like, the last wrestling comic that I've seen. So, yeah, there, of course, there was a void with that, and then the, it was like, okay, there's, this is definitely something that just, just blew my mind, because not only did it take in the a- aspect of wrestling, but would you honestly put it into the perspective that you utilized the genre of wrestling as an allegory for the comic industry?
1: Yeah. 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 No, that, that, that was a big thing. So when I wrote, I wrote Tapper die at basically the peak of my frustration with the comic book industry. Um, I, what was going on? Um, I had a, a campaign that was, that was struggling to get funded. Um, I had a lot of people that were, you know, I'm a boisterous, I'm a boisterous, uh, braggadocious per, like, voice in the space. And people were like, oh, they're, they're saying you can't talk like this because you're new. But then would be like, but you haven't done this, that, this, this, that. And it's like, well, I'm new. Like, how would I have achieved these things that you speak of if I'm if I'm new? Right. Um, And really, in that point, at that point, it was kind of like and I felt like, oh, I can't win. You know what I'm saying? Because. They can they can kind of say whatever they want about me, but if I come back, then I'm I'm doing drama, I'm, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, it was it was an allegory for 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 comics, you know, like a major allegory for comics, and it's probably an allegory for any any field that is gatekeeping, and unfortunately, uh, in a lot of instances, comics are, you know, comics yeah. one of the ministries.
0: Do you feel like the industry isn't as accepting as people would perceive it
1: to be? um is it a- accepting i think there's two different things i think there's i think there's like the big two like the mainstream stuff mm-hmm. and i think it's the indie and i really only concern myself with indie i think part of problem with a lot of discussions is that people are are bringing these big two conversations into indie creators and it's like but you're talking about you're talking about those guys up there right like right. when you're talking about like you know not paying your artists or not crediting your artists stuff like that you're really talking about like i'm i'm sure it happens but largely these are like no-nos in the indie community like these are things that you know like you you can't do this so who are you talking to really mm-hmm. you know
0: right essentially now so if, if if that's if that's the case if domino is you who the
1: hell was bone crusher bone crusher <laughs> um bone crusher is uh <laughs> It's not a one to one with anybody it's kind of just a force it's kind of just like it's kind of yeah. like whoever it, it, it's just a it's just the whole it's it's the institution of the gatekeepers right, right, light, right essentially
0: yeah okay. that's what I perceived uh uh basically dish the entire corporation in tapper die to be. yeah know what I mean so uh, if if we're looking at it and just to get into it of course the the last issue. Uh, We we get introduced to a very young, talented wrestler by the name of Domino, who has set himself on fire in the scene of wrestling and taken the world by storm. And so much so he's basically banging on the door of the corporation. Be like, yo, give me the biggest matches you got. Yeah. I guarantee you I'll be able to handle that shit. Yeah. All in all, you know, there's a love interest, of course, with Iris. But he gets his wish but there's a cost. Um, yeah, exactly. Of, of course because of uh some of the more veterans of the sport, they've had the opportunity to voice their opinions on him and yeah. basically telling him that he should wait his turn. You know. That's effectively like, it, yeah. You know like like basically your time will come and he was like, "Bro, what if bro, I can get hit by a car tomorrow?
1: Why yeah. my
0: time got to be tomorrow?"
1: Exactly. But
0: I, I can do this shit right now. So, with a, a lot of pers- persistence, of course, he gets the match that he wants, and a nice little cliffhanger. If anybody has read issue one, is the fact that there's a little bit of a a good augmented reality science fiction feel at the end of this, at the end of that first uh, issue, which is sitting right here behind me, by the way.
1: That's
0: nice. And man, let me tell you. Domino gets his ass handed to him. So it's almost <laughs> it's almost to the point where like you're looking at the issue, be like, you know what? Ever so often, you know, we may be feeling full of ourselves, young, full of vigor. And yeah. we might get put on our ass every once in a while. Just so, so the second issue brings into the into the motion of how can you fight back from that?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. so how
0: how do you feel like uh, the rebound? of domino is set up in this second issue
1: well because essentially you can't i mean you know he got the it's almost like rocky um it's almost like rocky right like the 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 rookie gets the champion fight and then he gets his ass kicked like there's no glory but you can't go back to fight treat again you got to work your way back and there's going to be minor adversaries in the way Mm -hmm. and that's what we're setting up we're setting up the the in-between um uh, we're setting up the people that are going to be in his way to fight uh to fight randy to fight the big bad of, of the series mm-hmm. and uh no it's super it's super exciting it's super exciting um to in, anytime you can introduce new characters i think there's three three yeah three major characters that we introduce and anytime you could do that and make an impression it's you know it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be good and i think the characters do make a big impression That's true
0: because uh Of course, you know, basically being handed on, uh, handed himself on a silver platter. He comes back into Taffer corporation and he almost feels like, in a sense, do I sit here and eat crow? Because he's not really like answering anybody back. You know, he he has a conversation with Dick and he's just like. It was like you, you just got to make sure you, you don't touch any of my wrestlers outside of the ring. Again, yes. You're gone. Yeah, and he and he doesn't say anything. He just turns his back, walks right out. Yeah, you know, like it is a what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like I did it. I got the match I wanted, and you set me up. Cool. You got that one. Yeah. You know, like it, it is what it is. But when he gets into the locker room, you could tell that there's already this uh this perceived notion about him. Yeah, and it's. It's resonated through the other wrestlers in the corporation. So then you basically get introduced to a couple, a couple of uh, boundaries and barriers that are in his way. Adversaries, namely, namely Pride and Pest. Yes, Pride seems to it seems to be the one more so because he's undefeated, eighteen and zero. Yeah, and it looks like just because and and the thing is, what what I loved about this is like. You know, he didn't even have to say anything to anybody. (laughs) Yeah. He pissed them off so much in the locker room without the use of any type of verbalization, any type of dialogue. It was like. Fuck that guy. I want to hurt him even more.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So they start making fun of his locker. They start tossing everything up. Iris pretty much has to come in there and restrain him from even doing anything bad because he knows she knows that he'll get kicked out of the
1: organization. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, well yeah, oh, go right. ahead. Nah, no, go ahead. Yeah, essentially like it's like Dick Dick is stacking the deck against against Domino. Mm-hmm. Right. And so now he has to be more reserved. Reserved, more political with his with how he well, how he goes about stuff. Mm-hmm. That's essentially it.
0: But even without even like speaking, Pride
1: wants a match. <laughs> Yeah, well, because he beat up he beat up Bone Crusher, who would be a respected member. So it's like the, a narrative is being spun, and this is also true of comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and builds back to comics. I'll have one conversation with one, one person; it becomes uh, to get the telephone game, and it's like this person hears this, this person hears this, and this person, and then you hear it's a completely it's just completely like transformed from what the original context was. You'll end up yeah. having arguments with people or people blocking you out of nowhere because of something they heard cuz of hearsay and that you know that's 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 what happened here.
0: Mm. And so even just in that context you got a veteran in the game but but because of the fact that he's he's in an alliance he's one of them. Yes. And we all it's kind of like that 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 school that elementary school battle would be like oh, uh if I'm not friends with him, you can't be friends with him. That type of deal.
1: Somewhat. And they're only getting so much information. And somebody pointed out that like Donald's not really a good person in the first issue. Like he's, he's kind of a he's kind of a dickhead. He is. Uh yeah, you know, so it's like you you know it, it it you know, we're seeing his perspective and he did he did get like screwed over, but also he wasn't he wasn't flawless. I mean, one of my favorite uh, parts you realize is that he gave bone crusher last kidney and he doesn't even think twice about it. You know, uh-huh. like He's just so focused on his goal, so it's like you know he's not blame blameless. You know what I'm saying? He's 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 got some stuff going on too.
0: The does it come to a head where you have a character like his that lacks a little bit of empathy towards the fact of how he was in the first issue or anything like that, and real come to coming to the realization that you know take take for instance that episode where him and Iris are back at his place. And she finally sees his room. Yeah. You know, like and he tore it apart, punched holes yeah. in the walls, wrecked the entire joint. But it's more so he's still in that mode to where, you know, I'm I have to get back to this top place. But there's empathy for the for the people that basically he may have heard on the way.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's gonna, I mean, that's an interesting, that's an interesting thought. Um, he definitely it is it is definitely. The the I mean essentially the the or you know the question is like he's going to get revenge and he's self destructing like will he self destruct before he gets his revenge essentially mm-hmm. so you know it's a fork in the road he can get he can become a a worse person and you know achieve his goals where he can become a better person and not you know that's the crux of the of the series so mm-hmm.
0: now you have a person like Dick who basically runs the entire corporation. What's his angle? Because we don't necessarily have an an entire backstory on what brought him to power.
1: Yeah, Dick is the Dick is the commissioner. He's he's like you know he he's been a commissioner for a long time. He's got a lot of history, but Dick is essentially just trying to protect his fighters, and he's also trying to like protect his. He brand. knows he protect his brand, but it also he he he's also like this is good. This is good for. It's almost like in the NBA when Michael Jordan came, they're like, "Oh, we have to like market this star. We have to change the rules to help." And then for a wrestler, it's -hmm. like we have to change the rules to hinder him. We have to stack the deck to to make him more marketable to make more money. Essentially, true. And
0: even in that context, like you're looking at it from the standpoint that if. If and when there is like a particular angle, if 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 Randy is the is the is the main person that he has to go after. Dick as a corporation has all the all the motivation and the power to make sure that that doesn't happen. And also, even in tow, the love interest, Iris is yeah. niece. You know, yes. what I mean? even though, you know, she almost had to convince him, hey, I wasn't a part of it. Hey, I wasn't a part of it. You got to understand me. Trust me. Believe me. Hey, I wasn't a part of it. Yeah. You know, almost like he can understand that for the time being, but who's to say later on down the line if they're in cahoots? I
1: mean, that's a question, right? That that is that is a question. And that was something I thought about is like, okay, we need there needs to be distrust, but how does how does he trust her again? And that's when the decision of her stopping the fight comes in. It's like, you know, obviously she's trying to help him out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, you you surprised to learn that 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 was dick's niece
0: i was surprised to
1: learn that okay
0: because i did not i did not get that from the first issue so it was like when that was brought out it was like okay there's
1: more play here than what i'm saying. yeah yeah and and like we we you know you always want like interesting dynamics, right? That's what that's what you want. And that that is a twist like that, you see them talking at the in the in the first issue. And then yeah, it's like, okay, that's her uncle. It also it, it puts her in an interesting spot. Right. You know, essentially. It puts her in an interesting spot. It also gives her a certain level of power that most wrestlers don't.
0: Yeah. And it almost gives up the opportunity that like there's a way to funnel information to to dick in the corporation. If if he, possible if they wanted to. So there there's 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 definitely
1: a lot of a lot of play there. It's pa po- man, it's it's possible. I really Iris is one of my favorite characters to write. Um you you don't when I think of what I would want out of a female friend, that's what I write Iris as. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's smart, sexy, you know, she'll hook up with you, she's you know. She's definitely like, carefree. Yeah, exactly. She's fun, but she's emotionally intelligent. She has depth. And I wanted something that was like eye candy and she's fun, you know, but she also, yeah, she has that emotional depth. She has that emotional intelligence. And she's kind of like exactly what Domino needs when when they meet. Like, she's more fun and carefree. He's super serious. Yeah and that they so they're so they're a good pair and I also but i also i you know she is a, she is an attractive character but you also want to do something interesting you know you don't want to just she's not just eye candy that's something i'm very proud of the the dynamic is going to shift and where the character is headed i'm very excited to 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 unravel yeah
0: yeah and i can only imagine because now dick is playing the role of uh of basically showrunner and now, yeah. now we gotta now we gotta get Domino in the in the fighting shape again because Pride wants a match. And there, there's a there's a steel cage still cage match to be made. And it looks like Dick's hands are tied.
1: Yes, exactly, exactly. So um a hundred percent. So it's about Domino is now being more crafty with how he goes about it. He wants the fight, but he can't get the fight, so he goads pride into a fight and then he goes in and and, and and then he makes it happen so now he's using his brain now he's 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 fighting with his head essentially- mm-hmm. yeah um
0: but it, it seemed as though like almost at the end that like uh pride was owed a favor
1: oh well he said basically he said like I'm gonna go back to I'm gonna go back home essentially what happened and I I mean hopefully it's communicated is that there was a spur- a specific amount of sh- spots for the cage match yeah. Winner of the cage match goes to the division one, which is like where Randy is. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain amount of spots. So what Pride was saying is I'll go on a trip, I'll go back home, and he'll get the spot either way. So he put he forced Dick's hand, essentially. Right.
0: So that it, it, even so, like uh I, I think I remember you telling me like this is like a five to six issue series that you wrote for this.
1: No, I mean maybe I said that at the time, but uh, I can't. I can't imagine I said that. Like I'm, you know, like there's a bit that cut out. I'm good. No, I'm good. Good. no um, there is a bit of a commercial element here, right? Because the right. series is going great on it, Kickstarter, and, and that's
0: the thing. Like I was like, okay, with this particular type of series and this particular type of genre, and the way that this genre is polarized and popular there's so much you can do with it
1: there's a lot you can do so right now i mean shit it just got funded in one day i mean this shit might never end no that's not true but i'm thinking like you you can make adjustments you can fit in you can show side you know there's stuff you can do right now i'm picturing it like 12 to, to 15 um you know i i got it mapped out i got the story in mind like the overall story and it's gonna be it's gonna be phenomenal i can't wait to to get to the end um I feel like there is a stigma mm-hmm. with wrestling, and I think I think it's a wonderful sport for storytelling. And I, I want to bring great storytelling to to wrestling. And I know Dual Power Bomb is fantastic. You know that is. that is fantastic. I think that was only four issues though, right? Like it was, it, like was. Five, it was a short run. Yeah. I want something that's like longer, more long form. And to really deliver yeah deliver some incredible stories, right like I said, right now it' be 12, 15 mm. I gotta see what are people liking like what are people thinking about the 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 series but I just wrote the sixth issue of this, you know um, and i, I think we I think we're going for at least 12 right now okay. well, what would you say okay
0: so when the first ca- campaign ended, what was the reception that you received of course from
1: Tap or die one? People really enjoyed it. People really enjoyed it. That was the one. This and intrusive thoughts were the ones that people were really like, "Oh, this was this was really good." And you could see, when I'm on Twitter, t- people are like, "Oh, Tapper Die. T- Tapper Die is the one that they really enjoy." Mm-hmm. And I think there's good reason. I think it's. I think it's my best book. I think Tapper Die One was my best book. I think it looks fantastic. I think it's. I think it's uh, coming together of a lot of different stuff like when i look at decay and gods were dead and Truth of thoughts there's there's stuff i would definitely change right you know these are my but with tap or die more or less like no i wouldn't change much i wouldn't i would maybe tighten some but, things up but I, w- I wouldn't do any major changes or change any anything really so i yeah. think i think it's a fully realized I think also Emilio is really good. Emilio Rutera, who I was about the... to say,
0: like your creative team for Tappa Dive was top notch. Like, he's he
1: just, really just good. Da- yeah, Damiano Stevo, he's amazing too. Uh he's doing American Yakuza with us. Um Emilio is good at making the action dynamic, which is good. That's great, you know. But he's also good at making the t- the speech, the the dialogue dynamic. There's a lot of things in here that weren't written to be framed. This is a bit of a. This is a bit of a. I don't know. I, I I'm a I'm a huge Judd Apatow fan. I, that's when I realized I wanted to start writing. When I saw Superbad, mm-hmm. uh, and and going into high school, so I was talk about that. And it was a it was a uh, it was Seth Rogen talking about Craig Robinson and Pineapple Express, and he was like, it was it was that one line. Where I forgot the other guy's name. He he. It was the guy from, I don't know, I don't remember his name, but he was like, you know, I don't want to smoke weed because my wife will smell it. My clothes, he was like, do you want my jacket? And the guy was like, it's not my style. And he was like, you ain't got no style, motherfucker. And <laughs> Seth Rogen was like, Craig will take a line that's not well written and make it really funny. I feel like Emilio will take moments that aren't particularly visually dynamic on the page and make them super dynamic. There's that right, scene right. where Bone Crusher is standing over Domino, Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's just so like it could have been so easy just to phone it in, but he really he really took it and and turned it to eleven. And uh, I think Tapper died too. It looks it looks like really good too. Like I think I think he did a lot of that. So because for me, I enjoy dialogue. Dialogue is my favorite part Mm -hmm. of a lot of stuff, but it's a comic book. Yeah, so you have to pick your spots. Mm-hmm. You have to pick when. And so when we pick those spots, it has to be dynamic. And I think he did a good job.
0: Now, do you feel like the communication between yourself as a writer and a person like Emilio as an artist, less is more
1: is always better? Um, It depends. It really depends, especially because a lot of the artists I work with, English is if it's if it's a language they speak, it's a second language like, you know, so you are you do want to keep it simple and a lot of times you'll have some complicated thing, and they'll be like, "What about this?" And it's and it's approximate. You're like, "Okay, cool. I'm not going to sit here and like muddy up the. Pro- I'm not going to like, you know, we can't fully understand each other. I'm not about to make it a, a pain. Right, right, right. I value vibes and collaboration a lot. Mm-hmm. Now that said, there are things where it's like, this is the way things have to be done. There are moments that are like, "No, we got to do it this way." You know. But I think me and Emilio do. There is it's the sign of an artist I like to work with is when I and when I have a change or like something isn't because stuff changes from sketch to to ink. You know, they'll make changes sometimes. Some artists is one to one, but some artists make changes. When I'm like, "Yo, can you change this?" Mm-hmm. If they're respectful and they're you know willing to do the changes in earnest, mm-hmm. then that's a that's a artist you want to work with.
0: Now we talked about it earlier cuz I remember we we spoke about it before we started um about the nuances of Kickstarter for somebody that puts out multiple projects during the, during the course of a year. Yes. Like like yourself. Yes. Um y- you would like to see elements of Kickstarter that that of course are a little bit more uh at ease to the person that's putting the project together.
1: Yeah, no, less paleolithic, uh, I would say like so for those who don't know, uh, I mean, I'm sure people, most people do when you, when you make a campaign, there's a story, which is like the stuff that the customer sees, there's yep. the rewards, there's add-ons and mm-hmm. essentially Kickstarter, there's items too. Also items. Whenever this is new, there's a new feature. Whenever you make a reward tier, you have to include the items. Mm-hmm. Kickstarter does not let you carry of stuff over from campaign to campaign. So when I build the K5, I can't just take the K4 and just copy and paste it over a lot of stuff over. I have to re-enter everything. (laughs) And it's super time consuming. It's super annoying. And of course, you make mistakes. You make mistakes because you're not taking this thing that you already had right from the K4. You're having to enter all this stuff in. And I shit you not, it took me 10 hours to make this campaign.
0: For somebody that's doing multiple projects like yourself, it's definitely not the case of being
1: user friendly. It's not user friendly, yeah, and 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 I'm on the. I mean, I definitely do more case than most people, for sure. Yeah, but I'm not on the level of like bad bug or Pat Shand or like these guys that are doing this like monthly. You know, like because mm-hmm. Pat will tell you. And I have a lot of titles. I have a lot of titles. I have I have I have like eleven issues of comic books available. So you think that if I were to do all the with a lot of variants, at least three variants, so you, and then PDFs, so you're looking at fifty add-ons right there you know if i did everything and i don't put everything up there and maybe i would if i didn't have to enter in a manly every time you know Mm.
0: no no that that definitely makes sense especially like for somebody that's just just starting out they're not gonna they're not gonna understand it until they get to that second issue to be like yo if i keep on doing this like repeatedly and going over it time and time again yeah this then who knows? You might you might succumb to it, but like, yo, I'm not doing Kickstarter anymore. And then they're looking for another outlet, because there, there now is about, like, three other outlets that you can do crowdfunding on. Is there? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, what was it? Um, is Zoop. Zoop. Crowdfunder. Crowdfunder. And the, the
1: always uh, fun my comic uh indiegogo <laughs> indiegogo i mean there's other crowdfunding sites but i mean i don't know they're those like the ones
0: that comics uh, people that do comics essentially move to
1: there is but they just don't have the base they don't i mean if you're i think the appeal for those sites is like we're not kickstarter and anything anytime the appeal of something is we're not a different thing i just don't i just don't i think that's like that's dubious mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like Pepsi is it? We're just, we're not. Co- I mean, maybe just a bad example, but like I don't know. Like
0: it's good to say we're not Coke. If we're, we're like, not what, Coke, what, we're like what's so different about y'all then?
1: That's not Coke. I don't know. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't a great that wasn't a great example. But there's a lot of stuff like um, of, a lot of media that only functions to not be another piece of media, and it's like, I mean, people make comics like that too, like oh, like. This isn't like this isn't Superman. It's like why, why don't you tell me what it is? Like why don't you right. make something that you're enthusiastic about? And you can make stuff in a response to other stuff. But I feel like it's always, um, I I always find that it's ra- It's like ra- with those, with rappers like the rappers that are like nobody's good at nobody else is good at rapping. Like I hate mumble rap, so I'm gonna make a diss track. And it's like you only exist. This only appeals to me if I hate. Mumble rap, essentially. Mm-hmm. This doesn't appeal to me. If I like anything, what about what I like? Why are you? Why are you selling this on something that I would hate? You know, I guess is my point.
0: Definitely. Now, as far as the projects, because this is a, once again when we usually do this, it's usually yeah. it's usually January or maybe February. As far as Anthony Stokes, the writer, and yeah. the projects that he's putting out this year. Yeah, you are in a particular spot because you have your your individual books that you're going to be putting out. Now you have yeah. collaborations that are pretty much going to happen too. Of yes. course, with the collaboration that you're going to be doing with Chris Moses pretty soon. Actually, you have a few of them.
1: Yes, Pat Shant, C- Pat Shant. Uh, oh, yeah, McKellen. yeah, yeah. Charlie McKelvey. yeah, um, and some other stuff. Man, it's been nice that I could carve out because, like, it didn't feel like. It, 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 it. I'm not going to say I was ready to quit. I'll never say I was ready to quit, but I definitely was like, I was like, I just don't know if I'm going to get the opportunities and then the opportunities started presenting themselves for my friends, you know, mm-hmm. because you really, Kickstarter is phase one to me. <laughs> Kickstarter is phase one. Um, the cons are another phase. The direct market is another phase. Work for hires is another phase. I want to be, I want to do a little bit of everything and I was like, I don't know about this, and then Char- Charlie McKelvey swoops in. And is like, yo, we, I got this thing, American Yakuza, and then it seemed like after that, maybe I started asking for stuff, or maybe things just opened up. Maybe people just had me in mind for certain. I don't know. But then the then the well, I, I got to give credit to to Pat, to Pat and Charlie really McKelvey for, um, really really uh, opening. Uh, Pat specifically got me a job. At a con. Like he walked up, it's like you should hire this guy. And he did. The person did. So shouts out to Pat.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's always like uh what is it? There's a saying, you know, it's if, if somebody wants to do something good for you, it's okay to accept it.
1: Oh, for sure. And it's a shame, man. Cause we was talking, I can say this here, like it's a shame because there's a lot of black indie publishers. Mm-hmm. Don't be on shit. They like, they'll make empty promises. Like I had. Uh, uh, I had a publishing deal that was just just dried up i was I was like suggested I would be getting a sum of money mm-hmm. and you know like you want to, you you know you want to keep it I'll work with y'all. I'll, anybody wants to pay me, I'll work with them but mm-hmm. ideally you know you'd want to keep it in your own community or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like, damn I gotta go to with the with the white boys and get paid this shit crazy so it's like it's 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 unfortunate man, but it is what it is or well
0: bro. Uh, it's only the first day in this campaign, and I can yeah. imagine how big this is going to get uh for for anybody that has because now you know what I'm saying now that we've been doing this so long, you have multiple projects, so it's like if anybody wanted to get their hands on any of those projects, whether it was decay, intrusive thoughts, you know, tap a die, keep going, keep going. How, you know what I'm saying like like how can they get in touch with you?
1: uh kickstarter man I, I don't have a website i'm putting i'm i'm all in on the kickstarter thing so if you search tap or die Two on uh um, kickstarter it'll it'll pull up and you can get you can get the entire catalog
0: Man, we gotta get you a shopify or something
1: <laughs> you up. just gotta think it's just more money in it like here's the way i look at it here's the way i look at it truthfully i can put 20% of my attention in five different places where I can put 100% of my my attention on one place. Okay. And the reality is that, the reality is that through Kickstarter, I can release when I want. I have a huge, basically, like one of the biggest reader bases available. And it's relatively cheap, like 10%. Max. Is a max that Kickstarter and, and I guess Visa or Stripe will take away for your campaign. Yeah. For they, me they, they, to they like a little service yeah. fee. Yep. No, for, like if I go, plus I got a lot of books, bro. Like, I'm not even trying to like trying to be funny. I have a website, but I only have three. Every time I add somebody I have to pay for it. Uh, so okay. for me, it's like for me, like I said, for me it's like, why what one thing I always push back against is like, don't tell me. Not the thing you said is, but don't tell me I need to do something because that's what's always been done. I because I don't care. That's not an argument for why I should do something. Mm-hmm. Okay, tell me what. And the upside of a website, uh, bro, like because I have a website and I would hand out cards. I stopped handing out cards at cons because nobody like it would get us. If I if I was at a, a con table for two days, mm-hmm. and I handed out two hundred cards, I might get five visitors to my website. Mm who cares like it just it just doesn't it just doesn't and then what you got to pay for hosting fees and stuff like that right nah man like i'm i'm cool with leaving that money on the table because the amount i'm getting from kickstarter is just it's just better it's just it, it, you know and I it, yeah it's just, it's just better man and um also really i'm i'm my interest right now is in creation you know literally i want to make the book put it on kickstarter and I'll do cons. I'll do cons too. Yeah. I do like doing cons, and that is I, like that is a good source in- because I was oh, yeah. like, you get to work
0: on your hustle out there, man.
1: Because December there was a con. There's a con in my city or close to my city, like that's it's in Hampton, Virginia, and it's one day. It's one day, and I can, and that one day I can make eight hundred dollars. I can make nine hundred dollars, seven hundred dollars, thousand dollars. They didn't have that, so come December I'm almost broke. <laughs> like cause i I can't go to cons no more, so right. now cons are coming back, and that's more that's more bread, but I'm really focused on just making better series and making more series and I think what's coming out I think what's coming out is gonna is gonna be fantastic like twenty twenty three I pretty much worked all year, and the 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 I worked on so many new series. I think I have four new series dropping uh dropping this year if if not more. Right, and so I just want—I just want to focus on that, man. Because you got to think every series needs some damn variant covers, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, that's true. I so, got to spend twenty hours work building the campaign, you know, like so. Mm-hmm.
0: So, what's the next one? Uh, what we got up next?
1: The next one, it's uh, it's called "It's Fun to Kill People," mm-hmm. and uh, this one I'm really excited about. It's about the son of two serial killers. Mm-hmm. and he he just tries to tries his best to to go on about his day. It's like uh Calvin and Hobbs meets Johnny the homicidal maniac. It's like gonna be like short four two to four page shorts like a collection of shorts essentially
0: like uh, like vignettes
1: vignette, vignette, yeah exactly vignettes that'll that'll be put into one issue. and I'm really excited because I told I, I love comedy like when i when I sit down, on a on a day off, mm-hmm. I want to watch something that is raunchy with dick jokes and you know, like raunchy sex comedies like super bad American Pie. Or I want to watch something that just makes me feel demoralized and <laughs> and, and fucking depressed. Like so that wow. I want to put on a David Cronenberg movie or some shit like that. So i I I I the I idea make a comedy is it, very exciting to me. It's very appealing to me. Like very very cool is that next month? No, um probably March. Probably March. Okay. Yeah, that that's it. And then a month after that, you know, is EC number two, and then you know, uh, you know, yeah, American, American Cousin all that
0: coming out after that. yo. Yeah. Right. Very excited. so well, bro, it's always good to have you on. I appreciate you as always for reaching out to me. I know, I know, I you know, what I'm saying we've been doing this a long time since your first issue of the case, so man it's, it's, it's excellent to see you still just thriving out here 11 books in
1: man we gotta yeah we gotta keep it going man we gotta keep you know so it's a, it's a must stop
0: word up word up so for, for Anthony Stokes James Grandmaster Facts Boys Tap Die 2 is still live on kickstarter for the next 23 days correct 23, 22 days Yep, 22 days now so go out yeah. there get that get the variants do what you can you know what I'm saying yeah After all, it's already funded. So for everybody here at the Frax Project, thank you. And we are out.